So I want to go into the word for uh, today. I want to share something that God has put in my heart. We're going to spend time meditating on the Bible to see what the word of God has to speak to us in these tough times. You see, every time when we begin a new year, we begin with a lot of hope. We begin with a lot of expectation of good things that are about to happen. We began the year 2020 with an expectation and a hope of better things to come. Uh, we, we expected it to be better than 2019. But as we began this year, we heard news about bushfires in Australia. Uh, that was a bad news. And just as that was getting over, we heard news about Corona virus outbreak in Wuhan, uh, in the city of Wuhan in China. And so, you know, nowadays, every time I read the news, every second or third article is about coronavirus and and sometimes i'm so bugged i, I just don't want to read news anymore but the, the truth is this virus is spreading and uh, people are dying uh, n- number of people who are affected by it are increasing i i checked the statistics today and as of today about three lakh or more people all over the world are affected by it uh, this is a bad news this is not a very pleasant news to hear because whenever we begin the year we expect to hear something nice and something uh, great about the few, uh, uh, you know about the coming months but here we are facing bad news after bad news bad news after bad news you know i don't know what's going to come after coronavirus i don't know what might come i'm not predicting something bad to happen but i'm just saying days ahead of us look uncertain days ahead of us may look hopeless but the bible offers us solution no matter what we go through no matter how hopeless the future can seem when we go through the bible we will find hope for the future so as we look at all the uncertainty that is looming in our world today as we look at scripture the bible offers us hope in times of uncertainty the bible offers us hope in the darkest times of our life if you're with me i want you to I would like you to turn to Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10. We're going to look at this passage that will breathe hope into our life that will remind us of of the hope that we have in Jesus and that 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 all hope is not lost. If you're with me turn with me to Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10. Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10. I'm going to read this verse for you and I would ask that you would follow along. Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10. Fear not for I am with you be not dismayed for I am your God I will strengthen you yes I will help you I will uphold you with my righteous right hand amen let's look unto the lord in prayer father we are here hungry to hear from your word lord we pray that you speak to us build our hearts build our life take away take away every discouragement from our hearts oh lord god unless you speak to us our gathering is in vain unless you pour out your word into our hearts we will never bear fruit and master we pray that you would speak to us prepare our hearts prepare our minds oh lord so that our, that our hearts that our life that our mind will be like a ground that is ready to take good seed oh lord and help us to bear fruit even as we hear your word We give ourselves into your mighty hand in Jesus name we pray. Amen. Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10. Now I'm going to read this passage for you one more time. It says like this fear not for I am with you be not dismayed for I am your God I will strengthen you yes I will help you I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Amen. This is a word of comfort. 
this is a word of encouragement that gives us an assurance about the future you see when the israelites went through captivity and had come to a point where they were poor and needy god speaks to them these words saying don't be afraid for i am with you don't be discouraged for i am your god when i look at this passage what is very interesting to me is that the way god gives encouragement to his people Notice carefully God says fear not and then he continues to say for I am with you. Notice carefully see God did not say fear not because I am going to do something great in your life. God did not say don't be discouraged because I am going to be fulfill I am going to fulfill this promise for you. But notice what God says here he says fear not why because i am with you he he says don't be discouraged why because i am your god see to the people who were in great crisis to people who were in bad situation god is helping them in the darkest time by letting them know listen i am with you and i am there for you see more than more than promising people any future blessing god lets them know that in their crisis he is there with them god does not make any promise immediately promises come much later but what always sticks out first is that when people are going through pain when people are going through agony when people are poor when people are needy when people are going through doubt god lets them know that he is there with them and is there for them I don't know if you understand this let me give you another example if we look at Genesis chapter 17 God speaks to Abraham he appears to Abraham and says Abraham I am God almighty Genesis chapter 17 was one says uh, let me read this passage for you when Abraham was 99 years old the Lord appeared to Abraham and said to him I am almighty God walk before me and blameless If you look at the background of this passage Abraham at this point was going through some crisis he was expecting for this promise to be fulfilled of a child that will be born through Sarah but here 20 years later the promise is still not fulfilled so Abraham is walking through a season of frustration season of doubt and see and notice how God deals with Abraham here what God tells Abraham is this i am god almighty which in hebrew is el shaddai i am el shaddai god could have said something like this god could have said hey abraham i know you're waiting for a promise i know you're frustrated but listen i'm going to do this for you i'm going to do that for you god didn't say all of the all of that but rather what god does is that he reveals his character more to his children in their tough times see promises come much later but what god always reveals first in their tough times in times of agony in times of doubt and in times of pain is that god reveals his character more to his children you know when i think of the nature and character of god it is it is such a comforting subject for me because you see as as christians many times it's easy to follow uh, a set of promise verses it's very easy to follow uh, a set of promise verses that we know and we hold on to it we claim it or uh, we, we, you know, there there are promise verses that we often hold on to but what i've found personally is that holding on to the nature of god holding on to the nature and character of god and 
holding on to who he is is much more comforting than anything else because you see the nature of god never changes the character of god never changes and so when we look at isaiah chapter 41 verse 10 god speaks to israel saying don't be afraid because i am with you god speaks to israel saying don't be afraid in other words i am your emmanuel god says don't be discouraged because i am your god i hope you're with me when i look at the situation in our world today when i look at the current crisis that we are in today sometimes you know we may wonder what is the solution to all this when will all this end when this self quarantine you know daily wage workers are suffering jobs are cut economy is getting hit people are falling sick some are passing away we may wonder what is the solution to all of this we may wonder where is our hope in these dark times and as we meditate on isaiah chapter 41 verse 10 we find hope we find hope when we get to know god more than ever let me say this as we look at isaiah chapter 41 verse 10 we will find hope in the darkest times when we get to know who god is and get to know his character and nature more than ever See every time Israel went through a crisis they learned something new about God and as they learned more about God it gave them hope even in the darkest times because see when it comes to our life it's it's so often to it's so often easy to look for a promise verse it's so often easy to expect God to speak to us prophetically we are always looking for a word saying everything will be better but the most important thing that we need to know in this crisis is that God is there for us and because he is there we don't have to be afraid of anything we don't have to be afraid of anything if you look at coronavirus it has claimed over 13000 lives more than 3 lakh people are infected countries are under lockdown our great hope in these times of distress is that god is there for us our great hope is that god is there with us practically let me put it this way we will we will find hope in these darkest times when we truly understand who our god is we will find hope in these dark times when we understand who our god is when i go through challenging situations often i have noticed that i'm able to bear the pain better and the agony all the more when i know better about who my god is knowing that i serve an all powerful god an almighty and all sovereign and all all knowing god who has everything under control when i know him and i know that all details are under his control the more i learn about the truth it gives me hope in the darkest times of life knowing that my life is safe and secure because of who my god is knowing that i am protected because of who my god is we find hope by focusing more on god and learning who he is see more than thinking what's the promise verse for the situation let us look unto the promise giver more than looking for a word for this season or a prophetic word for this season let us look to the one who is the source of the word itself god speaks to israel saying fear not not because of what he is about to do fear not because of who god is the more you understand who god is fear will have no place in your life the more you understand who god is doubts will leave your life the more you understand who god is hopelessness will leave your life many times we are 
promise verse christians promise verses are good i'm not against it but more than the promise verse if we can learn to focus on the promise giver our faith will be strong our hope will be strong in the lord more than the promise verse if we focus on the one who gives the promise your hopeless moments will begin to change into moments of rejoicing in these times of coronavirus you know some 91 is being forwarded and shared in many groups and some even flip the word covid 19 to point to psalm 91 i don't know how they do all that i don't know how they do them <laughs> you know just put those abbreviations it's kind of creative but then you know promise verses are great but let's learn to do one thing let's learn to focus more on the author of the word let's hold on to him understand him more in this crisis let me give you an example from the life of the psalmist in psalm 27 was one the psalmist says the lord is my light and my salvation whom shall i fear the lord is the strength of my life of whom shall i be afraid now if you look at this verse from a different perspective you can put it this way psalmist understood the nature of who god is he understood who god is he says god is my light and my salvation and because he understood that god is his light and salvation he goes on to say whom shall i fear the more we learn about god the more we will be in peace the more we understand that god is our refuge god is our light god is our salvation then we will say whom should i be afraid of what shall i fear even if a great tsunami comes even if a, if everything falls apart in my life because of whom my god is i will not fear god speaks to israel and says don't be afraid of of any situation because of who god is in our life because of who he is amen i believe the way to handle the current situation is to focus more on god and i and i look at the quarantine the self quarantine the janta curfew all these things are good you know in, in a way it's good because it 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 puts us into a spot where now we have nothing else to do we can't go around and now we have a lot of time to read the bible to pray and spend time alone with the lord and i would encourage you that even as you do that even as you spend time alone with the lord spend time learning the nature the character of god because the more we learn about who he is hope will fill our life the more we learn about who he is we will say like the psalmist whom shall i fear sickness may come into your life losses may come into your life but when you understand who god is you will say whom shall i fear everything around you may fall apart the person whom you trusted can leave you but when you understand who god is for you and what he is doing in your life if you understand his nature you will say whom shall i fear or of whom shall i be afraid the way to find hope in the darkest time is to find the character of god is to learn more about the character of god that is revealed in scripture i want to talk about four characters of god or four names of god that is revealed to us in the old testament the first name of god that is revealed to us is the word elohim this is one of the first names of god in the old testament that is found in genesis chapter 1 verse 1 it says in the beginning god the word used for god in hebrew is elohim so the word elohim is often used in the old testament it's often used in scriptures and it's used over 400 plus times the word elohim means infinite 
all-powerful God who shows by his works that he is a creator, sustainer and a supreme judge of this world. The word Elohim means infinite all-powerful God who shows his works that he is a creator, sustainer and a supreme judge of this world. If you look at how God made everything, God made everything in a matter of six days and he made everything with the power of his word. He spoke, light appeared, he spoke, the animals were created, everything was created by his power and he is not just a creator but also a sustainer. That is what the word Elohim tells us, that he is a sustainer. If you look at Isaiah chapter 40 verse 26, it says like this, Lift up your eyes on high and see who has created these things. Who brings out their host by number? He calls them all by name, by the greatness of his might and the strength of his power, not one is missing. Isaiah the prophet speaks these words and he's saying, And see who has created these things, who brings out their hosts by number, talking about the stars here, who brings out their hosts by number, he calls them all by name. So we have this God who not just created the stars, but also calls the stars by name. And it goes on to say, by the, great, by the greatness of his mind and the strength of his power, not one is missing. If you look up in the night sky and try to count the number of stars, you would lose track of what you were counting in just a couple of minutes. You and I don't know how many stars are there in our universe. You don't know how many, how many are there, how many are forming even right now. Scientists are still trying to discover. They can just give an estimate. But we worship the God who created and he knows each and every star by name. We don't know. They might be in trillions or... or I, I think after trillions and zillions, or just might be a multitude and multitude of stars that even that are even uncountable for us as human beings. But here we see God who created them, not only created them but knows each star by name. And sometimes I wonder what is the name that God has given for these stars. As we as we look at this verse, it tells us that He not just creates but He sustains. And notice this, the Isaiah the prophet makes it very clear that not even one, not even one goes missing. God does not make a mistake in sustaining his creation. He not just created but also sustains them. The word Elohim tells us that God is in control of every creature that he created up until this point. Let me go one step further to say that even coronavirus that is making big rounds in our world today is still under God's control. He has not lost control of over anything. We may look at the current crisis and may, we may think that it is out of control, but from God's perspective, let me remind you this, it is all under control, all under control. Jeremiah the prophet prays this way in Jeremiah chapter 32 verse 17. Jeremiah 32 17, he says like this, Our Lord God, behold, you made the heavens and the earth. By your great power and outstretched arm, there is nothing too hard for you. I, I love the last, last line he says, there is nothing too hard for you. You made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. There is nothing too hard for you. Jeremiah prays this way saying, Lord, there is nothing too hard for you. The moment we understand that God is our Elohim, the moment we understand that he's a creator, he's a sustainer and he's a supreme judge over the earth, we will realize that if he created all these amazing things that we see in our cosmos, in our universe, 
and that God controls them, we can understand that this virus that is spreading around is still under God's control. Or maybe there is a situation in your life where you feel like it's, it's out of control, don't know what the future is going to be like, you're facing losses after losses. Maybe the pain that you're going through is much greater than what the coronavirus is doing right now. Maybe, maybe a situation where you're going through deep agony. But I want you to remember this, that even your greatest pain, even your deepest pain is still under God's control. He's watching you and he's taking care of you. Understand this, God not just created you, but also sustains your life. God not just created everything in the universe that we see, but also is sustaining each and every creature, each and every detail in this universe. I, I want to read this verse from Isaiah, such a beautiful verse. Isaiah forty twenty six. he says, Lift up your eyes on high and see who has created these things, who brings out their host by number. He calls them all by name by the greatness of his power, of his might and his strength of his power. Not one goes missing. There is not even one detail. There's not even a single detail that God does not know. He knows everything. He is the creator and he is a sustainer of your life. You see, when we understand that God is, 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 is a creator and a sustainer, I don't know about you, but my heart begins to rejoice because now I'm happy that I know that no matter what can happen in our world today, I know every detail is under God's control, that nothing can go out of his hands. Nothing can go out of his hands. The second name of God, the second nature of God that we find in scripture is this. I want to go to the second point. The second nature of God that we find in scripture is this. El Roi. The word El Roi can be translated as God of seeing. Let me say the name again. The second name of God that we find in scripture is the name El Roi. And this is found in Genesis chapter 16. The word El Roi can be translated as God of seeing or the God who sees. This was the name given by Hagar when God met her need in the wilderness. So when you look at the agnostic world, agnostics are people who believe God exists but, but also at the same time believe that he is far away from us or you cannot connect with him. So the agnostic world believes that God created but he is not involved with his creation. Rather, they believe that he is too far away to even reach out to him. But as we look at the word Elroi, which means God who sees, we are reminded that even in our darkest times, we serve the God who watches over us every second. That the God who watches over us every, let me put it this way, every millisecond. I want you to know that he knows your tears, he knows your deepest pain, he understands what you're walking through. Maybe you're going through a situation today that's more painful than, than the news of coronavirus and you're wondering, God, how am I going to deal with this? How am I going to handle this? You may feel alone at all times, not knowing what to do and how to deal with the situation that you're going through. But as we look at the name of God, El Roi, we are reminded that we worship a God who sees us, who sees my tear, who sees my pain. There was a songwriter who wrote like the saying, no tear has touched your face without God knowing why. I want you to know this, church, that if there is a tear that has come from your eye, God knows why it came. There is no pain that God 
cannot see or doesn't see he knows each and every detail of your life when i understand the word elroy i tell you i don't need a promise when i understand the word elroy i tell you i don't need another prophetic word because i know and i am assured that god i worship is watching me he is seeing me he knows my need he knows what i cry for he knows the pain that i go through you know over the past couple of weeks i heard some devastating news a family that is dear to me one of them is down with cancer i i hear that and wonder god why god why i i heard about ravi zacharias most of you may know him a world famous christian apologist and he is down with bone cancer i wonder god why why are all these things happening to people who are faithful to you and sometimes we walk through season of pain and distress and we may we may seem like it may seem like as if we are walking all by ourselves but the truth is this god is seeing us he is watching your every move every move like this songwriter who wrote saying there is no tear that has touched your face without god knowing why because the reality is that god knows god sees and he will come to your rescue at the right time at the right time See when I when we look at the story of Hagar the problem between Hagar and Sarah or Sarah was not a one day issue it was building up over time in our in our normal human thinking we'll think that as soon as the problem starts god will come to solve it but i see it this way god was watching the problem grow he watched it he watched when Hagar ran away from Sarah's house he watched everything but intervened at the right time now god could have stopped Hagar from running out of the house when she ran out of the house at that same moment but god was watching everything what god does is this he he intervenes at the right time when hagar was in the wilderness god meets with her sometimes it may seem like god is distant from you in time of your pain and distress in a time of your pain and distress but the truth that we understand from this name is that our god our elroi is watching and he will give us a deliverance a healing a remedy from pain at the right time it may not happen in the time that you expect it may not you may not find solution in the time that you expect you may think okay it has to happen immediately and i want it to happen i want it to happen but the truth is it may not happen immediately it may not happen immediately but it'll happen at the time god has appointed for it god will intervene just at the right time in your life church i want to encourage you by saying this that we worship the god who sees everything when you truly understand this let me say this again you don't need a word of promise to comfort you because the very nature and the very character of god will assure you and will light a hope in the darkest moments of your life when we look at our world today we may wonder god what's what's going to happen when is god going to put a stop to this virus let me tell you god is watching and he will intervene one day we will hear news about this virus dying out so quickly god make god can make it happen and we believe god will intervene and change the situation he is our elroy amen he is our elroy i want to talk about the third nature of god that is revealed in the bible the third name of god that is revealed to us in bible and i love this one the third name of god is el shaddai if you are someone who has been attending who's been attending our church for quite a long time you you would have heard me speak about this word el shaddai very often i think i've preached more than 
one or two sermons on this um, the word el shaddai is revealed to abraham in genesis chapter 17 was one let's turn to that passage i quoted that before but let's go into it one one more time genesis chapter 17 was one when abraham was 99 years old the lord appeared to abraham and said to him i am almighty god walk before me and be blameless the word god almighty the hebrew translation for god almighty is el shaddai and the word el shaddai means all sufficient savior abraham was going through a crisis and in that moment he was perplexed he was in doubt about the promise of god because it was almost 20 years since god promised a child when abraham was going through this tough time in his life god appeared to him and reminded him first of who he is let me say that again when abraham was going through a crisis in his life god appears to him and first he reminds abraham of who he is god reminds abraham that he is el shaddai this revelation of god carried a great significance see abraham in his doubts or in all the confusions or whatever he was going through at that point abraham might have thought that if all this promise of a son and of a great nation will ever come to pass or if it will ever happen god revealing himself as el shaddai at this point reminded abraham that god is fully able to keep the promises he has made to him because the word el shaddai means all sufficient savior all sufficient savior as god's children no matter how many sermons we hear on faith we often go back to a state of disbelief or sometimes it will happen for sometimes we will think that oh it happens for others but not for me i have faith but it never happens for me but for others it keeps happening but as we look at the name el shaddai we are assured fully that god is able to do what he has promised to do in our life we don't have to doubt we don't have to worry but understand that god is our el shaddai God is our El Shaddai. I, I don't know what you might be walking through this morning, what you might be going through in your life. Maybe you're waiting on God for a promise to be fulfilled or something specific. Maybe you feel hopeless when you think about your future. In all of this moment, remind yourself of the nature of God, that He is El Shaddai, that He is fully able to accomplish His work in your life and what He has planned for you, the enemy cannot stop us. Stop it because He is El Shaddai, the all-sufficient Savior. As we look at this nature of God, that He is our El Shaddai, it gives us a hope that our God is able to do what He has planned to do in our life. I want to talk about the fourth name of God and then we're going to pray, worship and finish our service. The fourth nature of God is this. Fourth name of God that we find in scripture is Jehovah Rapha. In Exodus chapter 15 verse 26 it says like this and if you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes i will put none of these diseases on you which i have brought on the egyptians for i am the lord who heals you this was the first time that god reveals himself as jehovah rapha also in second kings chapter 20 verse 5 we find this verse that says return and tell hezekiah the king of the, the leader of my people thus says the lord the god of david your father i have heard your prayer i have seen your tears 
Surely I will heal you. On the third day you shall go up to the house of the Lord. The healing work of God never stops. God continues to heal his people even today. The Bible reveals to us saying for he is the God who heals us. The disease is not the end of our story but healing is. If not today in the age to come we will be healed completely completely of the sickness and the disease in our body we have to understand that there is no deadly disease that god cannot cure and there is no deadly virus that god cannot stop god is even able to resurrect the dead back to life and he can grant healing in our lives even today be the deadly sickness maybe the doctor said that your disease is incurable God wants you to know that it is possible with him. Man may write it off as an impossibility, but God says it is possible because I am Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals and restores the life of people. It is it is so often easy to entertain fear into our lives thinking, what if I fall sick? What if this happens to me? Don't worry about what might happen to you. Take precautions. I'm not saying don't take precautions. Take precautions. But at the same time, listen to this at the same time don't give in to fear don't worry about what might happen to you uh, i think two week two, two weeks ago i i was uh, i i went to went to a certain place to buy some instruments for the church and i was just inquiring there and there was a man who sneezed he 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 sneezed I, yeah he sneezed he sneezed quite uh, you know, quite a heavy sneeze i would say and i was standing close to him and uh, after i left that place i started feeling weird i started sensing some pain in my body and all of a sudden my mind is is just racing with thoughts you know is it coronavirus what if this happens what if that happens and i and i, and I go back to church i was in church at that time and when i when, I, when it was time to come back home i'm thinking to myself what if what if I, what if it's coronavirus and what if i pass it on to my son what if i pass it on to my wife i i'd rather stay in church you know i'd rather be here all these thoughts all these thoughts are are just racing through my mind we don't have to give in to fear we don't have to give in to fear because the moment we give in to fear hopelessness will come into our life the moment we give in to fear our joy will leave our life the moment we give in to fear there will be no peace in our hearts fear destroys even the presence of god or of our life because when fear comes into our hearts fear comes into our life it'll turn us into thinking what can i do to save myself the, the truth is this no matter what we can do we cannot save ourselves only god can save us and if we entertain fear into our life we are trusting ourselves more than god himself but when but when we put fear away and say god i trust in you god i trust in you for the situation you know what will happen you will live in peace you will be confident that no matter what happens to you i serve the god who does the impossible doctors may write it off as incurable but god can cure it god can restore my life we worship the jehovah rafa that is why we say how great is our god i mean you just imagine there is no one like our god no one like our god one of my church believers when he joined my church about a year and a half ago came to me and asked that uh, if he could go and research on other religions and see why many people follow those religions and since he was a new believer i was i was kind of a little hesitant at first but i told him okay go ahead do some research and he came back to me after a month and he said 
there is nothing like christianity there is nothing like our god we can go into all the earth we can find people who may seem trustworthy people who may seem powerful people who may claim to have the superpowers but i tell you there is no one no one on this earth that is as powerful as god himself and as we look at the bible the bible tells us who our god is he's our elohim he is our he is our el shaddai the bible tells us that he is the god who was our el roi the bible tells us that he is the god who is the jehovah rafa whatever you need in him whatever you want is all found in god are you feeling hopeless in life are you feeling like god i don't know what to do with my life i feel like as if i have no purpose no matter where you are i want you to understand that you and i worship the god who can even the bring who can even bring the dead back to life who can even bring the dead back to life don't lose hope don't lose hope but rather trust in the lord for everything in your life everything in your life the greatest hope that we have in the darkest moments of life is god himself the greatest hope that we have in the darkest moments of life is god himself and the bible commands us not to lose hope at any point in our life not to lose hope at any point in our life because our hope is not on the circumstance is not based on people but it's totally based on god himself on god himself when you remind yourself about the nature of god about his character and what he does your life will be filled with hope stop worrying start trusting in god start singing his praises and say lord your name is above all name the moment you start worshiping god he will be able to carry you through he will carry you through every situation he will make all things work together for good in your life and i i look at this lockdown quarantine everything it's a good thing we've been so busy with our life that bible and prayer time has has gone away has been neglected perhaps this is a good time to get back into meditating on god and singing his praises and saying god your name is above all names the moment we depend on god the moment we call unto the lord we will find new strength hope in our troubled times let's sing this how great is our god sing with sing me let's lift up his name wherever you are just lift up your hands start worshiping god how great are you god how great you are lord is our god come on sing with us how great Sing with me. Sing with me. How great is our God. No one see how great how great is our God. You're the name of Babylon. Can we declare his name this morning? Sing God. And my heart will sing. And my heart 